0: This is Ryan, and I'm not a horse. I'm just a little horsey. (laughs) (laughs) Do it, Steve. Come on, Steve. Don't drop the
1: ball. Hey, this is Steve. (laughs) My voice just cracked because I'm 15. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not a horse, and Steve is 15. You're listening to 60
0: Cycle Hum. The guitar buying, selling, trading, fixing, modding, breaking, reviewing, and pa- playing podcast. Pla- <laughs> <blah, blah>, <laughs> we're sloppy. Yeah, it's the second episode of our night. That's not why. Uh, I just bailed. We're drinking sodas and and Scott, uh you No, know, uh, bourbon. Sodas and, and cola. Bourbon and cola. Jim Beam and Pepsi. I, and i I'm, actually... I'm still sick. <laughs> because two episodes in a night, I'm yeah. sick just like last week. I uh,
1: I learned recently. Speaking of being a 15 year old boy, um, <laughs> which you are, <laughs> there is a sports podcast for SEC football, just college football, uh, that's based out of like Tennessee, uh-huh. and the two guys who started it. And apparently, it's like a fairly popular podcast. Uh huh. Um, I think it's called like Saturday Morning Countdown or something like that. Yeah. Um. It was started by two, like, 14-year-old boys. That's funny. And uh, basically, nobody knew how old they were when they started. Uh-huh. So, everyone started listening, and they were, like, contacting, like, local media and, like, different people that were involved in sports. So, they would, they, for example, they would call, they would contact whoever, uh, like, a sportscaster was that would cover the University of Tennessee football right, team. Right, right. And get him on the show and... And they were interviewing all of these guys, saying, like, So what do you think are, you know, you you what do you think are the volunteers' chances this weekend or whatever? And talk about all these things. And super they were super knowledgeable about the game. And it wasn't until they had been doing this for like a year that they came out and were like, Yeah, we're fifteen years old we've never talked about how old we are because we didn't, we wanted people to respect what we do. Yeah. Like we wanted to build our That's podcast great. on the quality of the content and not have people be like, well, what can a couple like stupid teenagers know about? Hey, this who,
0: who else has time to uh, devote their lives to useless <laughs> piles of facts and numbers? Yeah. You I know? think
1: they were literally, they would like, I don't know when during the week they were recording but I guess one of the guys got the idea because they got an iPad for Christmas uh-huh and we're like well what can I do with this? Oh, I can record podcast. I can like record a podcast on this. And they just started it started with one of the guys doing it like by himself. Uh-huh. And then he brought in one of his friends uh as like a guest host sort of a deal or like a guest like a, just kind of like a second opinion kind of a thing. Uh-huh. And now they've got this thing that apparently is is pretty popular uh for people who are into that kind of thing cool so anyway what's new ryan burke oh i uh, i bought a new pedal today
0: uh a while back ago we did a reverb shootout between the frv one from boss the topanga and the hall of fame reverb wasn't there another reverb in there too rv2 the rv2 was rv2 in that one or we did that later
1: I don't oh we did the RV2 later so yeah. we had the topanga the Hall of Fame and the, the RV1 FRV one FRV one the Polera the Polera that's right that was so the fourth one yeah the Polera is
0: gone now so bye I, don't, bye. I don't have that com- to compare anymore which is fine because it's gone because I didn't like it uh, seriously guys don't buy the Polera <laughs> um I just picked up a surf Rider 3 from solid gold effects yeah. basically Almost solely because people have asked me about it, like, what's your opinion on this pedal? Yeah. And the only opinion that I have was based on demos. So, yeah, so- we
1: had that reverb shootout, and there was one or two people on there that were like, hey, you need to try this thing out. I want to know what you think about it.
0: So, Steve, you found the ad for this today and sent it to me yeah. on our local Craigslist. 100- I didn't
1: know I didn't know if it was a good price, but I knew yeah. it was a pedal that people wanted us to look at.
0: 125 bucks. Uh, they go new for $200. i am pretty sure I'll be able to break even pretty easily if I throw it back up on reverb. Cool. If not, make a little money, too, uh, for my my shipping efforts. Right. Uh, fun story about this pedal is it was based on the actual physical unit that I used on dinosaur my Dinosaur Ghost album. I borrowed the reverb unit from Jason Lee of Jason Lee and the Riptides. Uh Who's a a guy that you can see online who does video demos, and uh, you know he's got he's been in bands. He's a big like surf and kind of like a you know kind of rockabilly style type right. playing guy. He plays a big old white fal- Gretsch white, white falcon. He also does a lot of uh TV soundtrack work. Like I know he was doing Duck Dynasty, and he's doing other stuff right now.
1: Now, do you mean that the Surfrider was based on? Like his personal unit his, or just that model?
0: His personal unit. He lent it to Solid Gold Effects, or they had it and he bought it off of them. His personal actual unit they had in their in their shop and used it as the comparison to design the Surf Rider. Whoa! So and then I borrowed his that unit to make my album. So there's some interesting connection there. Uh, I plugged it in a little bit today. Uh, you know, you know, off the cuff review. It doesn't sound like a surf reverb to me. It has like a little bit of a slap back delay sound, not a drip sound. Sure. So that's kind of a little preview. I'm going to record probably a mini sewed shootout uh, on my own, probably sometime this week and get it up in the middle of the week for you guys to listen to. And I'll compare the surf rider, the Topanga and the FRV one. Yeah. Those are the reverbs I have. Cause right the hall now.
1: of fame is gone.
0: The hall of fame is gone. There's, the player is gone. gone, but really, I'm you know I'm just comparing these reverbs. Oh, I also have the Surfy Bear. That's right. I got that Surfy Bear reverb, which is uh, based on the on the Fender tube reverb unit. Only it uses bifets instead of tubes, and then it uses an, a real life actual spring tank for the uh, the reverb effect. So we'll be able to hear how these reverbs stack up against a uh, an actual spring. You know, so that that should be interesting. But you know, another fun part of the story that I wanted to talk about is uh, I wrote the guy. He wrote me back. I was like, "Where are we going to meet?" You know, we're doing the whole Craigslist back and forth dance. Right. And he's like, "Oh, meet me at the Starbucks." And he sends me the address. I look it up on the map, and I'm like, "I've met someone at this Starbucks before." And so I searched his email address in my uh, in my computer, and I realized I bought. My VHE tremolo off this guy, the old school tremolo, mm-hmm. like three years ago. He had me meet in the exact same Starbucks <laughs> at like the exact time of day. I still have that tremolo, it's a great tremolo. So I told him I was like, "Hey, heads up! We've already done this before. I bought the tremolo off of you." Does he, was Did he like, remember? Yeah, he's like, "Oh yeah, that was that's a great tremolo." After I sold it to you, I bought another one. <laughs> so that shows how good it is. Uh, it's it's just a really great meat and potatoes tremolo. Not a lot of extra settings on it, like so many of the other tremolos that I've been talking about lately. It's just like if you want that, you know, kind of hard tremolo sound right. without having to dial a bunch of stuff in, it just does it. So I'm a big fan of Are that. Are you termolo. using
1: that one on your dinosaur ghost port? I am because uh, I use it. Uh, I tweak the
0: settings live. Oh, and okay. So it's, it's nice to have just a really simple sort of right. Thing. Um, where was it going with this? So anyways, I drive out to the Starbucks. I park my car. I like as, as I'm driving up there. Like deja vu starts hitting me hard, like really hard. <laughs> I parked my car. <laughs> In basically the same parking spot that I did three years ago. I go and I sit in the same chair in front of Starbucks that I basically did three years ago. And then I waited about the same amount of time that I did three years ago. And then he walked up to me from his parking spot, which is almost the same parking spot that he parked in three years ago. Did you wear
1: the same clothes you wore three years ago? It feels like I probably should have,
0: but it was just really like this weird deja vu experience And then, you know, last, you know, three years ago, like we barely talked. It was like, oh, hey, thanks. Cool. Thank you. I'm going to, here's your money. This time I was like, oh, hey, good to see you again. Blah, blah, blah. (laughs) We talked to gear a long time. We were talking about, he's on the search for like the perfect envelope filter right now. Uh, His name is Carlo, by the way. So if you're listening to the show, Carlo, thanks for checking out the show. I gave him a card and told him about the show. Uh, You know, It was just a neat experience. It's fun to it's fun to meet up with you know gear people with these Craigslist pickups and you know kind of talk shop for a while. For sure. I mean, it's great to get the gear, but it's fun to talk shop too. Yeah. You know, it's a fun experience. I don't. You know, I when I was younger, I had a lot of more like social anxiety, I think, and I probably would have been super awkward going and doing this. Were you a social
1: anxiety guy? I know you're not. I know you are self proclaimed like more introverted yeah no uh, i think i
0: I could definitely call it social anxiety when i was younger and now i'm more kind of like i still get that from time to time but it's, i overcome it because i know i'm gonna right. be i'm gonna be fine
1: you're gonna be okay it's gonna be okay but this feels
0: like that anxiety like uh i don't know what i'm gonna i don't want to do this i don't want to be here i don't want to meet these people you know sure it's it's with strangers with strangers i have it. yeah yeah uh but then it's like you know, because of doing the podcast and doing other things and just being in business for myself, like you learn to overcome that stuff, right? Um, no big deal. And I don't claim to have a super strong case of anything. Sure, you know? sure. I'm just a regular guy over here. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's it's and interesting to be at a point in my life where I just go out and meet people and talk to them like no problem. Like it's weird. Like that's not the person I was years ago, even. Yeah. So, yeah, it was a fun fun time today, meeting up with him. I've got this pedal to mess around now with. It's the version 3, which has some cool extra stuff. It's got an expression pedal jack, so you can, like, play around with ramping up the reverb. Interesting. Uh, so that could be a lot of fun in a live setting. Uh, it's got a boost switch and, like, a switch to control different, uh, I think, trails on it. It's Right. Like, so I'll be messing around with that and give a full report on it coming up pretty soon. Yeah, I
1: thought it sounded, just as a preliminary, I thought it sounded pretty good. I definitely understand what you're saying. Like, it doesn't quite do the drip thing. And I don't know that I would want to pay what they ask for new for something that feels basically like a spring reverb. Right. But as far as that spring reverb sound goes, like, it sounds solid. It sounds really good. Uh, I just I
0: don't know if I I'll be able to give it a passing grade as a surf rock right. reverb but I'm you know if this thing is good I'll keep it around for a while you know I'll use it it's probably going to be more versatile on my church board than it would be on my, my uh, band board you know sure so I'm, I'm looking forward to messing around with it I've been wanting to mess around with one for a long time and now I get to yeah do you have anything new um no. No. Got nothing new. Uh, right, let's just... No. Let's uh, let's remind people you can buy shirts for the podcast. They're $20 free shipping. You know, not free. The shipping cost is included yeah. in that this $20. This is for
1: US and Canada. $20. Send us basically uh, $20 and... Uh, your size and address to sixty cyclehomcast at gmail.com.
0: Yeah, do a PayPal gift basically.
1: Yeah. I mean well, do you do we've regular PayPal is fine? Do yeah. we just take the three percent hit? What whatever.
0: Yeah, I mean if are you real you, we're not gonna screw you guys over. Or are we? Or are we? We're gonna take that twenty dollars um, and we're just gonna quit the show and we're gonna keep your shirt.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna say like <laughs> if you're not in a contiguous country to the United States, uh, we're doing twenty five dollars. That should cover basically all yeah. other international shipping. You
0: shipped one to Scotland,
1: yeah, yeah. And twenty five dollars seemed like it covered the offset. I hope Scotland. I'm. I mean, I'm assuming that. I mean i I guess I don't know. Like, if I had to ship one to like Afghanistan or something, yeah, what the shipping would be. Um,
0: the maybe, Marine base isn't far from here. Just drop it off with a Marine and be like, oh "Hey, my gosh, could you take this to Afghanistan for yeah. me?" Here's the address.
1: <laughs> it's it's a safe house.
0: They yeah, li- they listen to our show. Hopefully, it's a, it's not a doctor without borders. Oh my god, that's
1: that's <laughs> terrible, dude. Yeah, too
0: soon. Not a joke. It's a serious no. thing. No. Yeah. Thanks, Obama. Oh my
1: god. <laughs> <laughs> sorry for uh, making the podcast
0: go in a really dark direction I
1: just wanted to pick a country that was like on the literal other side of the world right right you
0: know <sighs> Steve the, the look he's giving me right now you're, you're a terrible human we being. need to do a video podcast sometime soon just so people can see the looks <laughs> that you give me
1: I give the best looks That's Steve known for the best looks the best I'm the best looker <laughs>
0: All right, let's hit some ads. Oh, man. I got to get my my Google Drive back open. Oh, all right. This one was sent to us by Brad Moses. Yeah. And it's funny because the subject of the ad is not the thing that captured everyone's heart and imagination. No, the
1: subject of the ad is Fender Jazz Japanese uh four string bass with case who cares there is a double
0: neck acoustic guitar sitting behind it on another chair with a bigsby on one side and this thing looks insane
1: yeah they're both six string guitar necks i can't tell what if any oh my gosh did you notice how the is attached like the pegs on the bridge? No, that's not how I realized it was attached. What I realized is that this isn't a what the this yeah this isn't a six string guitar. This is a nine string guitar. What? Where? How do you see that? Is it? Is it? I think. No, look, count eight the, string. I can't see the pegs. No, count
0: the peg heads. There's only six on on each one. Okay. It's six. So is the big, this is a twelve string guitar. <laughs> two has got two groupings of six strings, two necks. I don't, I, I don't understand how the bodies are connected.
1: Hold on. Hold on. Steve I is think soaking it in. I think there's eight strings on that other neck.
0: There's no way. Count the peg heads, man. On the top of the 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 fret
1: on the top of the headstock, there when, are six pegheads. What's going on? Why does it look like it has twice as many strings on one side of the neck?
0: It's so pixelated. I don't know how you could count strings on that. Well,
1: the thing is, is I'm also looking at the where the look at the bridge. Okay, are we looking at the bridge? Which bridge? On the Bigsby neck. Uh huh. There are. Two string pegs on that bridge. Yep. So are only four strings connected to the Bigsby? Yep. Is that what you think is going on? Yep. See, I was looking at it thinking that there are. Oh, you six were seeing, six strings connected to the Bigsby plus two strings you, that are non-Bigsby. You were seeing, you were seeing a double line of of
0: string pegs. But that's not what you're seeing there. You are seeing two pegs holding in the bass strings, and then four strings running to the bigsby on the top guitar of this double neck guitar.
1: I guess I don't know, man. This that is
0: what you see because that is what's happening. (sighs) I know it doesn't make any sense. This is like you take a picture of you know your aunt in front of like a national monument, and you think that's the cool picture. But in the background, like a homeless person and a unicorn are peeing on each other. Okay, that's what's going on in this. This is like
1: all of those fail pictures where, like, the there's like a person taking like a MySpace photo of themselves in a mirror, Uh or like some crazy high angle in the bathroom, and there's like Dookie in the toilet. Right, right. This is like you
0: take a picture of yourself with a film camera. Or, like, you take a picture of, you know, a place with your film camera, and when you develop the film, there's a ghost in it. And you're like, there was a ghost there?
1: This is like when you're taking a picture of Mount Rainier in Washington, and when you look at the picture later on, you realize Bigfoot was only 20 feet away from you.
0: Whoa! Yeah, like, this is insane. Like, how... This guy knew when he took this, he had to know when he took this picture, like people are going to come in just to see this guitar because it's for like a pawn shop.
1: Yeah. Oh, it's definitely some kind of pawny,
0: shoppy kind of place. Yeah, this shop is definitely very pawny. It's got a pawnish feel to it. Yeah.
1: I also don't understand how this Bigby, Bigsby is even connected because that looks like the uh, Bigsby off of like yeah. a, a uh, Telecaster. It doesn't
0: belong there. I don't understand. But then like, part of me wants to have the instinct like someone took two acoustic guitars, cut the sides off, and glued them together. But then where do you get a bridge like that? That bridge is so custom weird that it must have been born for this guitar for the this specific use of only having a Bigsby on the four
1: high strings. You know what one of the weirdest things to me about this is? There are two uh, sound hole labels. Yeah. It
0: looks like it's got to be fake, right? Like, when people first saw this photo a few weeks ago on the Facebook group, they're like, oh, someone that was like trying to take a panorama picture and it yeah. like got screwed no, up. No, that's
1: what it looks like. But
0: then you see the Bixby, and you're like, holy hell, that's a double-neck guitar.
1: Yeah, and nothing else about that area is like yeah. doubled
0: up. I feel like we're looking at a picture of a guitar ghost. That's a guitar ghost, right? That's a yeah, gu- yeah, a this, guitar from a ghost a, dimension.
1: This is like in the Matrix when you have deja vu, and it's actually just a glitch in the Matrix. Yeah. This this is weird, man. It
0: freaks me out. This is is this episode after Halloween?
1: Uh, I think so. This is
0: our official Halloween guitar. It's so spooky.
1: Is it spooky or is it spoopy? What's spoopy? Spoopy is like it's spooky, but it's funny. I don't think that's spoopy. That sounds like spooky and poopy. No, it's spoopy. <laughs> I don't know. It's some kid thing. I need to ask some of the teenagers I work like with. Kid thing? Yeah, yeah. No, no. It's like a. Uh, it's like uh, What's the, what's the current gender? My sister said it the other it day. It Feels like this has got to be photoshopped or something. My sister's like what twenty two. It's like a twenty two year old and younger thing. It feels like a bad Photoshop because it.
0: Instinctively, I want there to be a shadow in the in the sound holes. Like where you can see that they're connected, you know? But the light's wrong for it. It's so bizarre. The, the, the second, the tag on the left and the sound hole, sh- doesn't it look like that should carry over into the other sound hole?
1: It, none
0: of it makes sense. None of this makes sense at all. And there's a little bit of pick card sticking through the other one. This is. Uh, what is going on? What does it mean? The, do you see that little bit of pick guard above the the
1: speed bar? I keep... Yeah, yeah, I see it. I'm still looking at the background. What is happening?
0: You got to get on the Facebook group or Instagram and see this picture.
1: If you... You know what? For real, if you live in the Lincolnton, uh, North Carolina area, just go to this pawn shop and. We, I think we actually do need to call
0: out for a visit, like a a listener to visit this and to confirm the existence of this guitar. Please, you know, talk to the the pawn shop owner and figure out what's going on here. I can't wrap my head around this. Yeah, it is. They're going to look at that picture and be like, that guitar was in here three years ago and then it died. Oh my gosh. And it's been haunting us ever since. I don't understand. I can't wrap I, my head around it. I don't this. know, man. It's it is beyond. I want to believe that it's uh, some sort of bizarre Photoshop joke, like the guys like I put weird guitars that I photoshopped in the background of my ads just to get people like to come into the shop. I don't know, man. That's insane, right?
1: I I look at that weird bridge.
0: If that bridge wasn't there, I'd be like, oh, it's some sort of weird photo mistake. That bridge is bizarre. I don't understand.
1: Yeah, it's it's beyond anything that I can currently comprehend. I've never seen anything like um, that. We've seen a lot of weird stuff on this show. I the, and before the show, the more I look at it, the more I feel like it's got to be some kind of just thing where we are misunderstanding the. What's going on with the picture. Maybe it's like panoramic in a way that we just can't seem to comprehend because of some weird angle or something. I don't know. But the thing is, is like you said, that Bigsby like throws the whole thing off. Like what does the Bigsby mean? It's got to mean something. It's got to mean something, right? That And that bridge.
0: <sighs> something, of a possibility... Is that the guy had the camera on a tripod and swapped stuff in and out and was just photoshopping the, the new subject in. But then where did the Bigsby come from? And where did that bridge come
1: from? That is I think the the thing that's the mystery about it is because if it if the Bigsby wasn't there, I would just think, oh, you know, it's definitely a panoramic. But because the Bigsby is there and it's not duplicated, that's what makes it super bizarre. And the Big Speed kind oh, of... Oh my gosh. It carries over the
0: seam of where the guitars are
1: I connected. I just found another picture with it. Oh, really? Uh, I am cruising Charlotte Craigslist. Hold up the picture. Let me see it. Uh, hold on. I'm, I'm trying to find a good shot. Um, can, I, can you see how it's connected? No, because this is a picture of a Gibson 120th anniversary SG guitar with case. Uh, I can't zoom in because it's... Craig's Hand me your list. phone. Hand me your phone. Um, just look in the background it's there but it's It's a different angle so it is definitely real it is real as anything could
0: be this is insane this is spoopy super spoopy (laughs) show us that guitar it's in multiple pictures Yeah. what
1: is going on Uh, I haven't looked through the rest of the ad so maybe there's another one Maybe it is somewhere on that page. Give me, give me my phone back. I don't understand. we got to move
0: on to the next ad. But that we need someone who listens to the show to go there and track down some real information on this. Like, play this thing. Like, have someone film you with your camera. Get photos of, like, the seams on this thing. Show us how it's constructed. I want to understand this guitar. I yeah. want to know the story. Uh, I want to know what's happening.
1: It's just so weird, yeah. And uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. I don't, and I don't see it. Uh, they've only listed the that base and this Gibson SG.
0: That's Woo-hoo-hoo. crazy. Someone, I feel like we're looking at a picture of a ghost.
1: I, no, yeah, this is like X Files level garbage. Yeah, totally. Like, get Scully and Mulder on this.
0: I know Scully is going to be like, ah, oh, there's a there's a reasonable explanation for this. Yeah. And Mulder's just gonna be like, "Nah, it's aliens." You gotta believe. You gotta. I. I want to believe that that guitar is made by aliens. <laughs> Let's move on to the next ad. All right. I can only be bewildered by that for so long.
1: I'm still bewildered. It just gets creepier.
0: Okay, and you want to talk about
1: this one? I just closed my drive. Open your drive, Steve. Uh, is this the Oasis guitar? It is sent by the Inboxer. The good old Inboxer. This is a T.P.P. Noel Gallagher Union Jack Sheraton tribute, the finest Oasis Gus, the finest Oasis custom guitar in the world. Also, the only Oasis custom guitar in the world. Oh, great! Not really. So Epiphone did do a bunch of these uh, back. I remember seeing them in like the early two thousands. I don't know if they still make them. Uh huh. uh, That are the uh, Noel Gallagher Union Jack Sheraton. Um, and I think they regularly sell now for like four hundred to six hundred dollars, somewhere in that range. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Basically, this is an Epiphone Sheraton with the, um. Yeah, the funny thing about them calling this the Union Jack is I don't know if British people actually refer to this flag as the Union Jack or if it's just Americans that refer to this flag as the Union Jack.
0: That's an interesting uh, uh, question. I have because, no idea.
1: But this is just basically this is the uh, UK flag which I believe is like an amalgam of like the flag of England with the flag of Scotland and like another flag all layered on top of each other. Um, And I don't know when it's, what it's called when it's just the flag. I believe the union Jack is only when it's like on a boat. Um, And you know about being on boats. I do. Uh, But anyway, so this is like the classic, they call it the union Jack in common vernacular. Um, in at least in the United States, the British flag, and um, they're asking $2,500 for this. Jeez Louise, and it's an Epiphone, it is an Epiphone. Here are the details. Um, oh, wrong way. There we go. This would help if I could. There, up almost, almost there. Bear with okay, there we go. (laughs) <laughs> this custom-made TPP, Noel Gallagher Union Jack... Oh, TPP stands for the Painted Player Guitar. Uh, Union Jack Sheraton Tribute Deluxe Edition has been handcrafted by the Painted Player Guitar Company using a stunning, specially modified Epiphone Deluxe Sheraton 2 featuring beautiful reissue appointments, including high-output mini humbuckers, stunning pearl and abalone block inlaid fingerboard, emulating the original guitar and the classic frequent tailpiece this one really is for the dedicated oasis fan and a truly incredible guitar produced to top quality specifications hand artworked in a color palette to match exactly to the original instrument in order to pay tribute to one of the most adored semi-acoustics in musical history Finished with superb attention to detail, this wonderful instrument comes complete with free fitted hard case with buy it now slash asking price. If you purchase this instrument with a best offer, the case is not included. But you may contact us to order this special hard case as an extra. Isn't this just like a standard case?
0: Yeah, kind of looks like a standard case. Uh, Is is the value there for this? I don't know what Epiphone Sheratons usually go for. They go for... Four to six hundred dollars. Is it, are these upgrades worth an extra two grand? All
1: you're paying for is In the, paint the job, fact is that it's painted. I don't think any of the upgrades are upgrades. I think that's just part of like the this, stock, a, a particular stock Sheraton run. I don't understand the price if it's just a paint job because you
0: can go to a lot of shops and get that paint job for like 200 to 400 bucks.
1: I don't really get it either. Um, but this shop does a bunch of like custom artwork like this. Uh huh. I say custom, it's custom to themselves. I mean, you gotta want it. Yeah. It's not like you're saying, hey, paint an alien on my guitar and they do it. And, uh, but they do a bunch of work and, uh, it all looks fantastic. I mean, this looks better than the actual Epiphone version of this guitar. Uh huh. Um, but yeah, there. I don't know if the price is justified. They do some other ones where there's like they do a refinish and some relicking, um to it to make to match other like famous player models.
0: Yeah, there's an Epiphone Union Jack on Reverb right now for six hundred.
1: Yeah, and that's the uh, that's the actual Epiphone issue. So you'll notice in that one that the blue is darker. Yeah. So I think this one is is closer to a true. Uh, Flag of the United Kingdom versus the Epiphone version is a little darker. I, I don't know what the difference is. I don't know why that is. Uh, but it's kind of a weird thing. And, uh, you know, I just... I don't understand the price. Some of it is maybe because I just don't understand, like, Oasis. Yeah. Um. I mean, they were cool, I
0: guess. I mean, I know they're a big deal for some people, but then they're like a really hotly hated band too a lot of people hate them I I enjoy listening to Oasis every now and then it's like a guilty pleasure I don't have any problem with Oasis I
1: think a lot of people just hate Oasis because they hate the Gallaghers and I think they hate the Gallaghers because the Gallaghers hate each other
0: I'm trying to okay I see a picture of him playing what I assume is the original probably yeah I guess I don't know is it really that important to get the colors just right on this?
1: I don't know. I like I said I don't understand this guitar. I don't know why they decided to make this. This shop is located in the United Kingdom, so maybe there's because Oasis is more popular there, maybe there's more of a market for this type of thing. Maybe. Like maybe it's the equivalent of I don't know. I don't don't know what it would be the equivalent to, like, the American version of It just all seems kind of silly to me.
0: Yeah. When when there's already a, you know, an Epiphone version that comes pre-painted that is affordable. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And the Epiphone
0: version comes with a pick card with his signature on it.
1: Well, that's fancy.
0: That's fancy stuff. I don't understand why you would want... Another Epiphone that was custom painted to have the same paint job and costs, you know, many times as much.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know why it, it's there. It's how bizarre. How bizarre.
0: Yeah, that's a different band that did, did that, right?
1: Do 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 do. Oh, how bizarre how bizarre i don't remember how. yeah it basically let's move on to i the watched next the dad. thing about that guy it's kind of his story is pretty sad oh really uh, yeah it's it was a sad story not not a bizarre story well it, it's also a bizarre story okay but uh omc stood for like i forget otara millionaires club but it was kind of a joke uh-huh i don't know if you ever. I'll just leave it at that. I have like, no idea. Well, the, I basically, I'll, this is the very short version just talking about their name. It's like the idea if in the U S it was, you had a band called like CMC and it stood for like Compton millionaires club. Oh, okay. Like it's the idea of like this particular part of whatever city in, in that in New Zealand that he was from, it was, that was like the poorest neighborhood in the city. Yeah. So that's, it was kind of like a joke of like, ha ha. And originally he was like a rapper, but he had this weird hit, one-hit wonder, uh, and that was it. That was that was his whole career, basically. Huh? How bizarre,
0: huh? Interesting. Yeah. All right, let's move on to the next, this next one. Who sent this to us, Luke? Duke Duke Lucum Duke Lucum <laughs> Luke Mundy uh, Luke Mundy, also known as Duke Lucum Luke Dukeum. Luke Dukum? Duke Lukeum. (laughs) (laughs) We're getting kind of slap happy now, aren't we? No, I'm good. I'm feeling tired and sloppy and I'm a little horsey. Okay, so this this was sent to us a while ago, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, I went back through um, our emails and pulled this one up because I really wanted to talk about this and we just never got to it. Uh-huh. So, and I was surprised to see that it is still on Reverb. Well, that's not surprising. Oh, I think this guy makes a bunch of these, right? Oh, maybe. Oh yeah, it says there's 18 in stock. Uh, it is a 4G RE
0: prescription bottle mini guitar amplifier.
1: Yeah, he's asking for $30 plus $5 shipping. It's
0: an interesting thing and he's got an interesting story. Do you want to read the, the text to it?
1: Sure. On St. Patrick's Day 2014, it was discovered that I had a two centimeter diameter tumor in my head. There really isn't room in the head for a tumor of any size. Oh and though gosh. this one was benign, it had grown large enough to spread the bones of the skull. It was in contact with it had also blood, which in theory caused the headache that sent me to the hospital in the first place. This new tumor reality includes a decent, um, uh, sorry, a decent amount of medication and thus a decent number of prescription bottles that I just can't bring myself to throw away. However, it turns out that prescription bottles happen to be a perfect container for the amplifiers I have been building for the last 10 years. Small, lightweight and powerful, uh, I and my other guitarist friends have been using these amplifiers to open up new possibilities, leaving the heavy guitar amplifiers at home, playing through the same amplifier for practice and performances, not necessarily needing a car to haul equipment. I have to say, at least in my experience, there is no feeling more cosmopolitan than breezing, breezing through the airport with my complete rig and my guitar case and going right to the venue where I can be as loud as necessary with the same tone and response I get at bedroom practice volume levels from the same amplifier. This could be your experience too. Plug the output of this amplifier into a direct box, and the full frequency 10,000 watt plus venue sound system is now your guitar amplifier. I want to know where this guy's playing. That he's using a ten thousand watt venue right? system. I uh, Plug the output of this amplifier directly into an eight ohm guitar cabinet and be amazed at the volume. The high quality one centimeter speaker provides a sat- satisfying amount of grit and breakup. Uh, grit and breakup, and your neighbors will never hear you. And there was some more information on the actual specs, uh, but I didn't copy that stuff. Um, this is an entire little jfed or whatever amplifier built into a prescription bottle
0: yeah and there's a you know a fun little story well not fun but a a pretty personal story behind it uh, I imagine that the circuit in this isn't that different from those little smoky amps yeah that have been going around forever that are little amps built into cigarette packs I imagine it's kind of the same thing. Some kind of battery powered amp. I think most people don't realize how little power it actually takes to push a speaker. Sure. Uh, Especially
1: one that small.
0: Yeah. I, I don't, you know, it's hard to tell. Is there any kind of adjustment level on this? Any kind of little pot? Or I don't think like that? so.
1: It looks like you just plug in and you
0: go. Yeah. So it's kind of a very limited sort of thing. But who knows? That might be, you know, have a function for someone. But it's just. It's an interesting thing, that's for sure. I for thirty five dollars, if I get a wild hair at any point in the next couple of weeks, I might grab one just to experience it. I guess.
1: Yeah, this guy's. I'm looking at the website right now. I don't really understand what this website is. Four uh, G greorg dot uh, org, but the guy's like selling a bunch of stuff, um, and. I don't know this is kind of crazy i i kind of like it i know i talked last week about getting that little black star amp but uh-huh. part of me kind of wants this one too
0: i can't find the website
1: it's for uh-huh. the g r e.org the number g r e g r e
0: okay i'll try to find it yeah for the price is cheap enough that uh why not try it if you're curious I mean, we try a lot of stuff that's stupider around (laughs) here. That's for sure. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is some sort of weird text site.
1: Yeah, it looks like it was made in 1998. Yeah. So I'm not going to dig through it anymore because I don't have the patience right now. I need like a full computer to do it. Um, But they talk about like the pill bottle amps on that site somewhere. It looks like it's
0: just a jack on one side. I'm trying to see other pictures of it.
1: really depending on how the speaker is set up uh in a little pill bottle like that you could probably get a good amount of volume if if the bottle is like resonant enough
2: oh sure i know
1: you're thinking like oh it's plastic but I know there's like one of these air you know quote life hacks where if you want to show a song to your friend in like a a restaurant you just Use an empty glass to to and you put your phone in the glass and play the song, and the glass becomes a echo chamber. Yeah, for your speaker. So this isn't this might not be any different from that kind of principle.
0: I wish I could see more pictures of this thing from other angles because I don't right. really understand where the ins and outs are on it. But yeah, it's a really interesting concept. Uh, we know that you you know it's probably just pretty similar to like a boost circuit. Right. Which we know can be like the smallest thing possible.
1: Yeah. I tried to shove one into a uh, finger enclosure. Yeah. With four jacks and a nine volt in. And it worked for a little while. <laughs> the, the mark of success. It worked for a little while. <laughs> and I rehoused it. And now you don't use it anymore. Oh, you're talking about the, the blender? <laughs> yeah yeah it makes me sad
0: I'm sorry Steve mm. I still use the DS1 that you modded for yeah, me yeah that's
1: true it's on my board right now oh and um, by the way I did not sell my DS1 I gave it away oh okay yeah I said on the group the, the other day that you sold it yeah you Steve sold his but I'll never sell mine I guess he gave like, it away I gave it away I gave it away to someone who could put it to better use than I could
0: well there you go you're a real uh, philanthropist I'm a
1: true American hero <laughs>
0: You said that with so much conviction. I'm a true American hero. Are you, Steve? Are you a true American hero? No. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Maybe. This this episode is quality listening. Depends on who you ask. All right. Don't ask my dad. Uh, He'll say no. So we have a topic. Do we want to tackle it? Yeah. Uh, Robin... uh, Burget? Burger? I don't know. I don't know how to say your last name, Robin. Let us know on the group if I totally screwed it up. But you suggested that we both talk about what we would do if we had to build a rig with fifteen hundred dollars.
1: I would invest in mutual funds and in twenty <laughs> years I would build a rig with five thousand dollars.
0: Or five dollars. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Depending on where things yeah. go, thanks, Donald Trump.
0: And in five years, you might be uh, uh, trading lizard guts for go juice in the desert, Steve. <laughs> so who knows? Um, I think it's an interesting topic that we can blast out in, in you know ten or fifteen minutes. Maybe. I think I think that what we got the rules we have to put on this is we have to both decide on the uh, end use, the same end use for this rig. Sure like not maybe not the same genre but let's assume the same let's assume a stage band that that gigs okay not We're, just home use
1: sure um, yeah absolutely now do we want to say church in or church out let's go general general let's say,
0: general gigging rig
1: let's say general where you need Pop an, slash alt let's
0: let's say you, you need an amp you you're not going to go direct yes unless you No. let's say you need an amp you need a loud box of some variety you need you to might, ge- you need to generate your own power exactly you need to generate your you in some instances you might be on a stage that has a pa sometimes you might be on an outdoor show where you're right. under your so own if, power
1: if we wanted to go multi-effects we would still need to run that into say like a full range exactly powered speaker exactly Okay. And that would need to be part of your rig.
0: Right. No no cheating where you say, oh, I'd get, you know, this really nice guitar and an Axe FX and then I wouldn't need an amp,
1: you know. Can I say like, hey, um, well, what I would do is I would say, hey, guys from all of these high-end pedal companies, I want to make all these demo videos for you. Please send me all these pedals. <laughs> and no, then I have like a, a $10,000 pedal board that I just got for the cost of making videos. Uh, it, you're gonna. It's gonna take you a long
0: time of making videos to earn that.
1: No, uh, I'm just gonna make all the videos on one day. Oh my gosh! Good luck. It's just gonna be playing guitar for eight hours straight. It's gonna be longer than that, man. <laughs> I'm not gonna edit any of it. They're not. It's not gonna be very good videos. You didn't promise the quality of the videos. Yeah, I'm just gonna no, slice this, and dice at the, the end.
0: The rules are the the gear is can only be had by the means the of $1,500 and no shifty things of taking that $1,500 and flipping up or investing in things or, you know, paying someone to steal a nicer rig, you know, <laughs> <laughs> is
1: that a thing?
0: <laughs> I don't know. I imagine that if I had $1,500, I could pay uh, the uh, the jam bandit to break into a practice space and steal my dream rig from someone you know that's awful maybe that's what happened the jam bandit was an ad from last week so look that up listen to last week's episode um so yeah maybe i should go first 1500 i haven't even had any time to think about this we're just going off the no we're here. both
1: flying from by the seat of our pants here which is the way that we like to operate here at 60 cycle yeah huh?
0: with our pants um pant seats uh so 1500 dollars let's assume that i you know i've been thinking about doing a metal band i don't know if i'll ever do it but i've been thinking it would be fun to have a metal band i
1: thought you just said we weren't getting genre specific but i have to build this
0: it we're not we're we're not limiting each other to the same genre we're limiting okay. each other to needing to be a, a gigging band all right um i would get let's let, I should probably start amp words and then work through the pedals and then the guitar when I see how much money I have left. Sure.
1: What amp are you starting with?
0: Oh, well, I'm gonna need something loud. Yeah. I'm gonna need something with a bunch of big speakers. At hmm. least a, at least a two by twelve, but it'd be nice to have a stack. I'm going to say... Line six, spider, 150. No, I'm going to say I'd get a, uh, I'd get one of those Quilter Tone blocks. Okay. that's Those are 400, right? Yeah. And that's 200 watts, which is insane. Mm-hmm. I would probably pick up a 4x12 off of Craigslist. You think I could get
1: one 300? Uh, you could probably go cheaper. I bet you could go... Like I bet you could get a PV 4x12 with Sheffield's in it for maybe 200? Probably less. Let's say let's say 200. Okay. We're kind so of being, I'm kind of, I'm at I'm at 600 think, now. Let's say let's go conservative with pricing so we're not necessarily Going for steel deals. We're going for, like, deals that we think we can get any day of the week. Right. And I'm basically just using that... Uh, and you're going to pay full price for that quilter
0: because there's not a lot on the used market? There's or not what? a lot on the used market. I'm just going to pay full price. Okay. Uh, there's not a lot of EQ options on the quilter. I'm just using that as my loud box, basically. Sure. Because
1: uh, you're not going to get metal out of the quilter,
0: either. No, no. It's not a metal-sounding amp but just by itself. It's just right. a loud box. And then what I'm going to do... Is I'm gonna get probably like an MXR 10 band graphic right. EQ. What are those like? 80 bucks. Sure. And then I'll probably get. Uh. How much are those uh, Mesa pedals? Aren't those like 400 bucks or something?
1: Uh, I don't know.
0: You know I'm what I'm talking, talking about, about?
1: Like the yeah the the, tube the tube man or, or twin 12 not twin 12, twin tube. Casey had
0: one for a while. I don't. Did he? Yeah. I don't know. We talk about Casey too often lately, and I don't think he even listens to the show. <laughs> uh, no, I think that's too far out of my price range. Um, I'd probably get like a Marshall Jackhammer pedal. Okay. And Those I, are actually supposed to be pretty they're good. They're supposed to be really actually pretty good uh, alternatives to like a metal zone because they're actually have a better sound. Like the fuller sound, right? They don't. They aren't one hundred percent mid scooped all the time, um. And so I could probably pick one of those up sixty five. Yeah,
1: definitely. So
0: now I've got You're talking about like the silver jackhammer.
1: Yeah, yeah. Those things are cheap.
0: Yeah, I could probably. So I'm talking six hundred for the amp, uh, a hundred and forty five for the pedal. So I'm at sure. seven hundred forty five, and that leaves me. Oh, I'm gonna want a wa. Okay. I'm gonna want a delay. So let's just say, uh, 150 bucks for a
1: wah and a delay. Were well, you just gonna get like a crybaby? Yeah. Like just a stock, or I'll
0: get no, I'll, I'll probably get like a Morley. Okay. Go go that breed of metal.
1: So let's say you're sitting at what kind of delay are you gonna get? Let's just say I'm gonna I'll have a DD
0: three, so 100 bucks. All right, because I so, just need that. I need
1: that little bit of so with that in the wall. So yeah, maybe like so we'll say one fifty. So you're at like nine hundred.
0: Yeah, because it's it's six hundred and then three hundred. Yeah, for so pedals. you got, so you
1: got like nine. You got six hundred left.
0: And so I've got six hundred left for a guitar. I'm just gonna go online, and I'm gonna buy the best six hundred dollar Ibanez I can find. All right. You know,
1: with, you know, with uh the Ibanez Edge Tram, you go on like the. Do, double locking trim
0: yeah i'm gonna do like a floyd rose style trim okay you know humbucker single humbucker setup and then uh probably a neon color <laughs> <laughs> i don't want to go i'm not talking like black metal i'm talking like i want to have fun <laughs> <laughs> is there anything else i'm missing there uh, i don't need a phaser i'm not a phaser guy yeah do. you
1: don't you did not buy any cables oh, so
0: shoot uh, okay 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 just kidding. no suck suck 50 bucks off there for cables and I don't have a tuner you don't need a tuner it's metal I am just doing drop tuning (laughs) right
1: no yeah no so it's got to be like at least hey I'll sell you a headstock tuner for for 10 bucks okay 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 I'll I'll cheat with a headstock tuner. you know I only paid a dollar so that's
0: kind of what I would do to build like an immediate heavy metal rig right without using any of my gear that I already have okay. just with that money. Cool, cool. Just off the top of my head that's where I would go. Right.
1: Well, I'm going to be um, in a singer-songwriter band. Oh, <laughs> Great. So I'm just going to buy a Taylor 414 CE for $1,500. And you're done. And I'm done. <laughs> um, and then you take that money and you spend it on a record that will never sell. There we go. <laughs> uh, no, there's no money left because I bought the guitar. Oh, right, right. Um, no, you know... This is this is such a tough question, but it's a question that gets posed a lot. Not necessarily in our group, but I've seen it in a lot of different places. I think
0: we've done this before, too, but we did, like, what would you do with $300? We did it on,
1: like, extreme budgets. Yeah, yeah. What would you do for a $300 starter rig? For $1,500? Guitar amp. There's a lot of
0: room to get whatever you need get started anyways i mean eventually with that metal rig i'd be like oh now i gotta get a a vibe pedal now i gotta get a second drive pedal now i gotta get you know all this fancy stuff or whatever i gotta gotta get a backup guitar
1: like you spent six hundred dollars on a quilter and a two by twelve I might have just spent $600 on, like, a Marshall DSL 4041. Yeah, maybe. Uh, 401, four f- the uh, the 40-watt 1x12 uh, DSL model they run.
0: 40-watt's not loud enough for it's me.
1: It's plenty of power. <laughs> I know it's loud, technically,
0: but then, like, the kind of metal I'm thinking about, you need that headroom.
1: Yeah, but you're using a Marshall pedal into the thing anyway. Yeah, but you're not gonna get Just get a real Marshall okay. Sound. Okay. Um
0: I mean I could I could get some more money in there just by getting a crate power block. There you
1: go. Well, you know, the crate power block is basically uh I don't want to say it's the same because it's different, but it's like uh it's got the JCM eight hundred kind of thing going on. Yeah, yeah. Uh that's another option actually. You could have saved some money. Going with the PV Windsor head, which I believe you can get for like around three hundred dollars. Are those metal friendly? They're basically JCM eight hundreds. Oh, interesting. So I remember looking at those pretty hard like
0: six years ago. Yeah. So if
1: you're so when I say metal in that case, like you're not going to do like Metallica with it, but you're definitely going to get into like the hard rock, classic heavy metal territory of like like ACDC. Yeah. Um or, you know, like I said, JCM eight hundred, eighties yeah eighties butt rock kind of I kinda of imagine rat, myself somewhere
0: whatever. in yeah, in like hair metal, to, exactly uh to Iron Maiden to dream evil kind of territory. I don't Okay, yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm imagining. Okay. Yeah. Um kind of fun, you know, Deaf Leopardy, you know. Some chuggas here and there, but then also some, like some searing leads. You know, fun stuff. Yeah. I want to have some fun.
1: Uh, I think I'm going to go in more of a jack-of-all-trades, master of Nuns direction. Uh-huh. Which is basically like the pop rock, alternative indie rock kind of territory. Uh-huh. Um, I'm going to start off with a classic vibe Telecaster. Nice. From, from Squire. Of course. Uh, Which is i've talked about this before i've done i've played a few of them i've done like i sat down and played one with like three other telecasters that were like ranging from fender mexico to fender usa um and i thought the classic vibe for me was the best fit you could probably find one on the used market uh i don't know three you think 300 is fair for a classic vibe yeah yeah you'd find one for maybe 300. like 350 for like a custom we'll say three let's say just say 400 okay 400 might be high I think that's high I think you can do better than that oh uh, let's say 300 yeah so $300 there um delay I'm always I gotta have a delay we're gonna go DD5 I'll build my build my own tap I'll buy the parts whatever that's not I'll, in the rules alright I'll buy a Saturn uh tap which is like 30 bucks uh huh uh, DD five. So let's call that. I don't know, hundred bucks. Is that fair? Sure. Can I get a DD five for for seventy bucks?
0: I think if you really really look around, you can get it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, we'll call that a hundred for for my delay setup. Uh man, drives. Um, I don't even know what amp I'm doing yet. Yeah, I know. Uh, and I'm already. I'm gonna bet AC
0: fifteen.
1: I'm already forty dollar. I'm already four hundred dollars deep. But drives, I'm thinking Shelly Pony Boy nice 100 bucks so that puts me at 500 yeah and i want something heavy um i'm gonna just throw it out there because i already have one on my board and i know i love it um i'm gonna throw out the uh big ear woodcutter nice yeah that so that puts so me at five uh 500 650 uh-huh um now you need a amp I need an amp. Don't forget about cables and tuners. whatever. Okay, cables. What's cables like? Another fifty bucks. You need a guitar strap bucks.
0: too. Shut up. And you're going to get the locking tuner, uh, the locking uh, strap pegs. So, uh, <laughs> accessory. I might not. Accessories add up, Steve. I wonder
1: when the, my mono straps are going to show up. Yeah, I ordered one of those too. You, you ordered one. You you got ten, right? You didn't get rejected. I ordered ten, and two were were rejected. Whoa! So I only I'm getting eight. Only eight, only eight straps. Huh? See? Yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do with. It. Literally, like I figured, I am buying one for every guitar. You can check out my black one on my hallmark. Is that that's not the? Is that the mono? Yeah, it's,
0: I've had that one for a couple of years.
1: Oh, and it, it, with okay. Yeah, it's
0: Something the same like it. same model.
1: Oh dang! The, I didn't uh, know you had one.
0: The uh, the strap you're gonna not gonna need lock stuff. that's really firm. Okay, it's cool. Like f- firm rubber, basically. All right, it's like we're a tire. Way, we're way off toughing. It. I know, and I've never had problems with the buckle.
1: Okay. Um yeah, that, I thought that was weird. I was like, really? Like that's an issue?
0: If you're super sensitive about your guitars getting dinged and scratched, then you probably worry about that. Yeah. I I just fold it up on top of my guitar in the
1: case and it's not a big right. deal. So sorry, taking a drink. All right, where were we? Six fifty. Let's do the amp. Um geez, I'm playing shows. I'm not a Vox guy. Okay. You used to have a Vox. I've never had a Vox. Well, I had that Vox Valvetronics. Right, right. Not that a proper count. Vox. That, I've never had a proper Vox. Um, as much as I, I want to say AC15. Like I just, I feel like it's misleading for me to say that because I don't know if I actually like them. Okay. Um, but I think what I would go back to if I was playing shows, um, is. Either the Igniter Tweaker, interesting, which is kind of like I've no, I know I've never used one, but I know a lot of guys who have them. They and give you a lot of them. options. They give you a lot of options. Or Fender Hot Rod Deluxe. Both of those are about four hundred dollars. Yeah. So that puts me at uh, what let's say eleven hundred. Yeah. With you know cables and whatever else I need, the other four hundred bucks to see I've got tel- delay, I've got two drives. Um, I guess I need a volume pedal. That'd be nice. Um, so I'm gonna go ahead and throw down, you know, 200 bucks on the JHS seesaw,
0: <laughs> if that will be the price of it.
1: <laughs> um, that's a little joke for you guys out there who are following the gear trends. Uh, JHS recently announced that they will be putting out a volume pedal. Uh, at Winter NAM, they've uh-huh. announced it, but. Uh, it's supposed to release sometime after winter nam all that's uh, out there right now is is shots of the prototype yeah and And, some descriptions
0: and there's some shots of like a 3d mock-up yeah and the 3d mock-up has a shot where there's an integrated tuner in the top of the foot pedal right so that's what's getting everyone all excited and it also has some modules you can swap in so it can be a tuner it can oh it can be a volume pedal it can be an expression pedal it can be a stereo yeah, it can be volume a pedal. volume
1: pedal for like a microphone yeah
0: there's XLR it could connections, be like a quarter MIDI quarter stuff.
1: in yeah quarter in XLR out little pre DI preamp sort of a deal so it looks like it's gonna be really flexible
0: yeah uh, no price point on that yet and no uh, fully official details yeah so um,
1: now volume pedal I really like my Morley Mini I think I paid sixty for that Uh uh-huh um so let's pick that up and maybe like a used tu2 which is like 40 bucks so what what's that 1100 1200 1200 maybe um what are you gonna do for a pedal board i didn't factor in a pedal board uh i built my gorm for 15 bucks yeah and velcro so that's i mean i don't know i maybe do that route again if i want to do something official I was always happy with pedal train stuff, which is like, say, another 100 bucks. Actually, the board that I've described is PT Junior sized. We'll say a 100 bucks. And I don't know. Like, I feel like I'm missing stuff, but I've got two drives. I've got a drive. I've got a heavier distortion. I mean, you can definitely play a gig with that setup. Oh, yeah. Um, I feel like maybe with what's left i'd look for like a second delay maybe um i've got the kilobyte i like that yeah or maybe something else but some other kind of secondary delay maybe go dd5 dd7 again like i used to have Uh uh-huh um but yeah there's a lot of options there and really like even at a thousand dollars i felt like i was pretty done yeah um back in the day actually this board isn't this setup isn't too different from what I used to run with the Morning Glass. Yeah. And we were kind of just doing this pop indie rock. I say indie rock, and what I mean by that is kind of like, I always felt like we were kind of in like, uh, at least for my playing perspective, was kind of like a Jimmy World kind of take. I know from like you approach the songwriting a little differently, but I always yeah. approach my guitar parts from from that kind of I was
0: perspective. I was basically trying to be David Lowry from Cracker. Sure, so sure. That's <laughs> that was a stage of my life that I, I and was I, in.
1: And I think from I think from a um songwriting standpoint, we were definitely there. Like from a chord yeah. progressions and and for because that was one of the few pl- times where you were playing rhythm guitar and I was playing lead. Yeah, which is that kind of back, t- backwards from the way we've always done stuff.
0: Yeah. That was the last time I I felt like singing I never <laughs> want to sing again. you know i've got like 100 burned cds of our demo really we should throw them in with t-shirts
1: let's do it with the next round of t-shirts whenever that happens okay i'll next. try i'll
0: try to find them upstairs and I'll give them to you tonight. i didn't
1: know we had those don't give them to me tonight because the next round of t-shirts not happening for like six months oh i see what you mean the next printing the next printing okay because we've already sent them out so like if you gave it to me tonight no one in right right the best friends no one in the inner circle would get them right so let's wait until whenever we do the next run <laughs> does anyone uh, even have cd players anymore jump on
0: the facebook group and tell us if you have a cd player <laughs> and we'll send you a cd eventually if you buy a shirt and you can hear steven mind's uh Band from the yeah. past,
1: from uh, like what 2009 You can hear, you can
0: hear the songs where I tried to wax
1: poetic and be uh, about camping and houses and
0: I was trying to be more introspective than my previous songwriting attempts. Oh my and, gosh! And I, it just came across as being uh, kind of immature. I think.
1: Yeah, I, I liked it.
0: All right, I thought it worked. Well, speaking of songs, I think we're done
1: with the topic. Yeah, the big thing with this topic is fifteen hundred dollars. Like. It, it's funny because so many people build like these super um, like lavish boards or you've got to uh-huh. go, you, oh, I've got this Strymon timeline, so I've got 10,000, you know, I've got 99 delays or whatever. Right. And if you use those, if you use like, I don't know, four presets, then you're getting your money's worth. Sure. I say if you use one
0: and it's the most important part of your sound, then you're getting your money. Sure. Worth, you know?
1: Uh, but for me, like I have like a fundamental delay sound that I like to hear in my head, which is kind of like that boss digital, a delay sound. Uh-huh. So for me, like a DD five or maybe a pair of DD fives to get kind of that gallop going. Yeah. Um, that's that's where my headspace is, and just let me tap in my different. Yeah, you know, if if I got time for to hear drummer go, then I can tap in whatever tempo I need for a song. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I mean, this I think on guy-
0: a lot of gear worlds these days, fifteen hundred dollars probably seems limiting. But then, if you're honest with yourself about what you actually need to get a gig done, yeah, it's not that not that bad. Uh, you know you can easily spend way more than that but then like if someone said you're in a new city you don't have any gear you have a gig this afternoon i think i could line all everything i needed up to get it done even if i just went to guitar center bought a squire and a modeling amp right i know that i could go to a gig and make it work yeah you know yeah uh but then you know $1,500, $1,500, if you have the time, gives you a little bit extra room
1: yeah, I mean, to get some stuff that's more I specific. I mean, really, in a pinch, if like you were really pressed like that, if I was in the thought space of like, I got to do, I got to play a gig tonight. I have no gear. Uh huh. I've got $1,000 or whatever. Run to Guitar Center, Squire Classic Vibe, Pod HD whatever, uh huh, and then directing and in. like a Behringer powered speaker. Oh, okay, that's like. I think you might get
0: away cheaper just pulling a uh, a Line Six Spider out of the use section.
1: Maybe, but if they I don't have know, one there. I don't know if it's. But with Spider, I'm not going to get the effects. With a pod, I'm going to get all the effects I want. Yeah, yeah. Take buy that thing first thing in the morning. I've got you know six hours before the show to go home and, and find to program all the patches I want. Uh huh. You know. Clean, basic draw, like basic drive, heavy drive. Program my effects patches. I'm bare bones enough
0: that I could I could roll up to a gig without delays and without anything but the drive on
1: the amp and make it work. I don't think I would be com- comfortable rolling up with a Line Six Spider. I I could be fine. Like I've just I've you if need- all I'm gonna do is run with an amp with drive, then I'm not gonna buy it. Alliance Spider.
0: Isn't there extra effects on there?
1: Yeah, but they suck.
0: Yeah, but it's enough to kind of fill out the space, and you're gonna be able to pick that thing up for for dollars you know?
2: <sighs> I don't, I
0: agree I don't that, think I agree that the spiders sound like garbage.
1: I don't it's not even that. I just don't think the effects are versatile enough. Sure. It's like what I've always said about have owning a crate GFX 15. <laughs> I right. appreciate that I owned a 15 watt crate solid state amp with DSP effects because it introduced me to effects. Yeah. But the reality is is none of those effects were tweakable enough to use in like a regular situation. Yeah,
0: that's the way I felt about or still feel about my Zoom twenty one hundred. Like I got to learn about all these effects that were in there. None of them were are decent enough to use. In, right. in a real scenario. And I think
1: that would be what you would run into with the spider. I don't think it would be as bad as that, but I think
0: it, I guess it really depends on the style of music I would be expected to play. That's true. You know, I think for most of the stuff I do, I'd probably be just fine with something that gives me a little bit of drive and a little bit of reverb or slapback delay. And when I feel saucy, you know, a little bit of flanger or flange. How do you say it?
1: F- flanger, 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 flanger. <laughs> Uh, James and Lewis want us to talk about how Californians don't know how to pronounce the names of their own gear.
0: I'm sorry that we're such a terrible representation of California. <laughs> it's just Steve and I. Yeah, it's, it's not, not California. It, it's not anyone else here. It's just Steve and I. Um, how? What is the correct way to say uh, tremolo?
1: Tremolo. I just said it right. Yes. Tremolo? Usually you say tremolo. Oh. But it's tremolo. tremolo. We used to both say tremolo, and then we were corrected, and I changed, and I adapted to the ways of the world. In my head, I can't remember the difference. Tremolo. Tremolo. Tremolo, flanger. What's the other one? I want Boutique. It to be, I want it to be Olo. Olo. Tremolo. Tremolo. That no, feels, Tremolo.
0: That feels writer in my head. I don't know. Man. Tremolo. Tremolo. Tremolo.
1: Tremolo. tremolo. <laughs>
0: this is goofy go figure
1: um yeah i don't know what i was gonna say we should probably wrap this up yeah what's the song this week the song this week is from james pabitch um he said i know you sometimes look for tunes to play we always look for tunes to play we don't look for tunes to play we ask for them yeah and then people send them to us um so send us your tunes 60 cycle humcast at gmail.com Uh, He said, we're some folks from Connecticut called Wood Pussy that love great music. (laughs) Ryan, I'm trying to read here. Yeah, this is serious business. That love great music and great beer. Here's a stonesy original called Magnetic South. Keep up the fine work. Uh, Thanks, Jim, for sending us this song. Uh, Again, this is a band called Wood Pussy. This song is called Magnetic South yeah he's right about it
0: having a have a st- have a it's, stones it's thing. very stonesy yeah and it's if it, it feels like they were drinking <laughs> like it's got it's got so much swagger to it that it feels like almost like closing time at the bar amount of <laughs> swagger like you need someone to hold you up a little oh my bit, gosh i thought know? it's
1: i thought it sounded kind of cool i didn't say it didn't sound cool right i just said it had a lot of swagger yeah um i'm not normally i said it sounded drunk I, this yeah. song sounds strong. i'm not a a big stones guy but definitely i thought uh i thought tonally they they really nailed it
0: yeah yeah so. it sounds it sounds a lot of fun looking forward to listening to this when i edit the podcast Yup. all right uh well it's been fun steve yeah i'm hoping that next week uh i'm a little less horsey i hope so and uh i hope that uh we survive halloween and I hope that someone gets to the bottom of the uh, of the uh, that double neck guitar. Yeah, dude, that is us, weird. Sends us information on it. We should probably hit up uh, Brad Moses and tell him to just go, or Kyle so, Smith, so or he, they can give us a full report before Mark we record. Mark Byerly. All those guys in that area. All those guys. Yeah, we should probably just look up that pawn shop and call them yeah and be like hey what the hell maybe that's what we need to do all right all right okay here's the song uh talk to you guys in a week
1: see you dudes
2: Can't resist Magnetic south. Well, some roads lead to Rome And some roads lead to Memphis And the soles of my feet Want to walk on Beale Street 'neath the true blue tempest Hey Porter, would you tell me When I see the light of day Watch my sins in the river oh water, won't you roll them away Magnetic South Magnetic South something inside of me Something that's of me Magnetic sound Magnetic sound Sure as a compass is something I can't resist Magnetic sound